could be the move. This is the move to like <laughs> keep a paper book <laughs> back move. in your back pocket. Back pocket could be the move. Could be the move. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brandana sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 285 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandana with me, as always. Could be the move. Most awesome. Could be the m- move. The Michigan Ooh. move. Oh, yeah. We'll be talking yeah, plenty baby. of Michigan. How are you doing, brother? I'm I'm. Sensational. Right you now. look sensational. <laughs> yeah, I have plenty to catch up on. One big exclamation points. We'll get in there. But yeah, we took a little we took a little holiday hiatus for ourselves. Yeah, that's good all for right. us. You know, we earned it. A little good vacay. For us. Good for us. Six years strong. Get off our backs, get audience. Our backs. We both we, you guys. We put in for our for paid time off, audience. We that's, did. They got that's it. It's PTO. Pot time. It off. is it is kind of wild that I mean it'd be nice. If that little uh, the main holiday season could show up around like April May when we're really digging, or maybe yeah. maybe like mid mid June, yeah. we're just like, oh, let's rank our favorite nuts again. Why can't we? It? Why can't we have a little holiday cheer in July? Christmas in July, let's do it. Yeah, I think we're gonna do it. I think you might this. Uh, there'll be another hiatus in July. I just my my instincts tell me that that might be a little time for a break. But let's get let's get to the big this thing on the wall. You've been waiting for this for a while. Blue takes care of business last night. How are you feeling? I'm 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 really excited. It was it was great to see. I felt really like oddly confident heading into the game, and uh, and I was proven right. I was really glad to see like what I had been watching all year. By the way, shout out to me. Let's give a little. Could be the move. Let's do me. that. Bro, 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 bro. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. could be the move. Er, early the early move. Uh, on Washington early. Day one. Oh, yeah. Football one. I was like, look out for Washington. This is a good squad. And on on, on our kickoff college, yeah, on our only ta- college football yeah, pod. Talked yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. But then we talked, we brought them up on, on the gambling site, on the gambling talk, too. They're good for it. They we were did. a uh, they were a good team. They were a good team. But uh, the story of it all is, is I, I knew that our run defense or our one offense, excuse me, was going to be stellar against Washington. I felt very good about that. I, I, I predicted that, that they were going to try and really bleed the clock a lot, yeah. which they didn't need to, because they were just gashing them in that first quarter, breaking off big runs. Yeah. It was like the, the goal was clock control, but yeah. you know, when you're ripping off like 35 yarders, it's just like, well, I guess we'll take points instead. Yeah. Like it's just like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's kind of a version of clock control. Like now you need all this time to like tie us again. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, let's get, let's get right into it. I know you're okay, interested to talk about it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, Cause yeah. I, I have a lot of good questions. It's going to plenty full guys. We got a jam packed episode 285. We're doing rip from the headlines. Go blue. We're going to do a little master. Domus going to take a look at those NFL playoffs. Going to do Neapolitan showdown top championship scenes from movies and they're going to finish as we always do with their mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now extra extra read all about it i'm talking front page story all over the world it shook up men women boys and girls the headlines there if you want to be rich then you better make sure that you got your shit come on Right, but rip from the headline, go blue. Why are we talk about that this week, brother? Is Wait team one one team one forty four did it? Champions of the West. 
looking at winning all college football, the final of the final four. They're winning it all. 15 and 0. What a great season. So you're saying you're not really surprised. Like, oh, were you going into this season? Was the hype Michigan preseason for one? Were they no at Georgia? Yeah. Georgia was number yeah, yeah. Georgia was number one. Preseason, they started, they were in the top four. Were they three or two? I can't remember what well, were, were you feeling were you feeling like you guys had like kind of plateaued from that just kind of like the first couple back-to-back years of first round playoff exits were you thinking it's just like one step closer what was your mindset like fingers crossed like get us to the playoffs anything can happen yeah i i was i was really like playoffs yeah we started off at two um i I was like it's playoffs or bust like really you know the thing that i was like if we can handle ohio you fill out the rest yeah um because they were kind of returning a lot of good players marvin uh harrison jr uh, the big question mark was their quarterback, Kyle McCord, returning their running back, Henderson, defense is coming mostly back. I was like, they're going to be our best te- test looking at this, but we should be in the hunt all the way here. And it was really like playoff it, or bust, right? Because, you know, once yeah. you get in there, anything can happen. And then drawing but Alabama. You, were, you didn't feel like it was one of those years that like, you know, uh, three or four years ago, like we saw that Georgia team that was at least like Alabama's a good example, just head and shoulders above like everybody like four years ago, like was you weren't feeling that this year, right? Like everybody was just kind of like anybody could be anybody when you get to kind of like that top tier. We were so dominant early on, but the biggest knock, and this is where like the public really can kind of taint what you see on the field a little bit. Cause I was like, man, these, we are crushing these teams. Like we are, from stem to stern, like even when we're putting our backups, there's no let up. Like we're playing the same. So I was like, this is a, re- this seems like it's a really good football team. But then the big knock is like, oh, you played East Carolina and UNLV and Bowling Green. And then, you know, Rucker. Which is, it's, like, a, it's, it's a legit knock. I mean, it's not like you don't deserve yeah. your seeding, but it's also like, you know, can, have they really been battle tested like we need to see? Like, are, are they, because it's hard to tell like how good a good team is against bad teams. Sure. Uh, the one thing that I was looking at that the one, the one metric, if you could call it that, that I was like, it seemed like there was not a drop off. There was consistency. Like it didn't seem like that they were losing sight or focus when the game was steadily in hand. And they kind of pretty much had their thumb on everybody all the way through up until like, not to be whatever, but like the Alabama game, you know what I mean? Like Ohio game was in control. Penn state was in control. Like it wasn't until Alabama where they, but that was a very good Alabama team where they gave up a lead in the second half. And yeah. they're and the big o- test, right? Big, big test that you hadn't seen so far this year. Like huge test. Yeah. Cause yeah, that yeah. was in the other knock was it's like, well, you know, they haven't played, you know, championship football when it mattered. And I was like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I get this, but like this team looks locked in. They look very dialed in. So I'm, I'm not, Usually when you're talking about like 19, 20, 21 year old kids, you're like, I'm a little worried. Like when the, when they're, when, when the chips are, when they're up against the backs are up against the wall and they're playing for all the chips on the table, that that pressure might be a little too much for people. But I, I didn't feel like it was going to be because I felt like they were pretty calm and collected in like the Ohio game, the Penn game. Like they just knew what they needed to do. Yeah. Just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. Um, 
so with this number one team, and you probably hit on some of the points, but I don't know if you want to kind of put one more button on it before I move on from this topic. Put all the, the buttons question. on it, B. I mean, put all button the it, buttons. Uh, head to toe like a onesie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So this kind of number one overall heading into the playoff didn't seem to have the same belief, the same nation behind it. It seemed to be a little bit more higher, and I'm not trying to feed the fire here, but naysayers than you'd normally see for a number one squad. Why is that? Was it that it was like kind of a closer year and like hard to differentiate like one to four? Was it like uh, Jim Harbaugh? Is it like Michigan's easy to hate? Like why why was it that? Michigan, I don't think if Michigan's ever been easy to hate. There's there's always been their steadfast tried and true, that team down south. But like I really think it was the the Harbaugh thing. Like I think I I hate being this guy. I hate being Be the like guy. the Be East Coast bias guy. Like oh, here we go. Oh, wow. I haven't seen guy. you play this card. Yeah. I've never played this card. Wow. I hate I really this is really but Blow I the dust off that card. It's like here it is the whole time. Dealer's choice. Here it comes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, I watched like fucking casual football fans talk about the suspension early on that like, I was like, well, this is a, this is like a heavy handed discipline of Harbaugh on somewhat benign infractions, something that happens a lot. And then the Connor Stallions thing came out. And I get it. Like, there's a lot of smoke. I'm not questioning the smoke, but like, it's easy to dismiss if you just, if you don't watch the games, if you don't watch the teams play and be like, oh, the only one because of that. And not to be whatever, there was some tomfoolery, some fuckery, if you will, from ESPN, like giving grades on JJ McCarthy, like pre and post Connor Stallions grades. Meanwhile, anything that he was ever attributed of like aiding was Jesse Minter in the run game. But I, it, I mean, they they never once gave Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, his due after the Connor Stallions thing, and he went there and he fucking dismantled Penn State, Ohio, Iowa, really put the fucking screws to Alabama. That Alabama team, they had him up against the ropes defensively and then lit up Washington. Where is all the like, hey, they were only their their defense was only good because they were stealing signs. We just went through number nine at the time, number two at the time, 18, five and two and fucking handled their shit offensively. Where's, where's this sign ceiling bullshit. Now I'd like to see a lot of fucking people apologize for like, all right. No, you, you all right, there you go. That. Yeah. All right. There, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, there it is. There was a line. I went too far. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll just give you, cause I mean, I think I'm a great example of just kind of like a, a casual college football watcher and follower. And you're right. Like that news comes out. It's just like super confusing, you know, like to me, we equate it to like Spygate or something, you know, like yeah. Deflategate, like taking the rules too far. And, you know, it's kind of, we didn't have enough information. Like now you hear, it's just kind of like all the science ceilings going on, but it's just like, a little further than most. So it's hard to just like, is it cheating? Is it just like, you know, kind of taking it as far as it'll bend and it almost yeah, like it's broke a little, a little bit. Like rubbing uh, race, rubbing's racing type feel, you know? And the, the fact of the matter is, is that, and this is where I'm like, ESPN has a vested interest in Michigan, not winning and Alabama and Texas being in that game. And so I, and I hate being that guy and I hate being that conspiratorial guy. Well, you're doing, it, doing it twice. So. I'm doing it twice. I'm <laughs> going back to the well. Yeah, yeah. But it is true. Like you sit there and you watch like Chris Fowler literally as fucking as Harbaugh is making like they're turning it over to uh uh what's the bald headed guy on ESPN? What's his name? 
don't know. They're turning over the Feinberg or whatever. Not Feinberg. No, 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 no. The other guy, the the guy from Maryland, who does all like the eleven o'clock post championship stuff, like Chris Fowler. Oh, Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van. Scott Van Pelt. Thank you. Thank you. They they're turning it over and like Chris Fowler's like, yep, you know, championship season, you know, not without its controversies, but it's like, come on, man, like you just watch the so, game. So Why do you need to you... continue to bring it up and 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 like just really want to like dismiss and take away from the team a little bit? My instinct though is like a lot where they talk about just like uh the NFL being fixed or something, like it's just like to get this big conspiracy. Like, I don't yeah. think that there could be like the president of ESPN sitting all of his like sideline reporters and just like anchors down and being like, listen, we love Alabama, we fucking hate Michigan. I just think it's headline grabbing. I think whenever you can add your own little thing to make it look like you're super educated or putting your little twist on it, you're going to do that as a sure. sideline reporter or an anchor. And I and I get that I hear that, but I do think there is something to like understanding and being like a, a a company man a little bit, and also not to be whatever probably getting rubbed the wrong way. Jim Harbaugh rubs a lot of people the wrong way. Yeah, and which I'm I sh- like that. Which that uh, which I like that about him. Like whenever I hear, it's just like he's kind of like he's kind of like a weird dude to be around. It's just like love it. I love like I, yeah, I want to. He keeps so people bad. on their toes, and I can envision many many times Chris Fowler getting in there and like getting a getting weird vibe from Jim Harbaugh and then being the guy that's like, well, I'm, I'm fucking Chris Fowler. I'm more important than this. And this is the greatest thing about Jim Harbaugh. I will say is, is that he never like, he never makes it about himself. He always champions his players. He never likes to get interviewed very often unless he's absolutely forced to, he's constantly trying to grab guys and put them in the spotlight. He's been, the biggest supporter of like revenue sharing for players, all this other stuff. And that will rub a lot of people the wrong way that are in the ESPN realm. So they're like, well, this guy's bad for business. He's got a little knock on him. Let's really run with this and let's make this the headline story, attention grabbing. And everyone's kind of like, well, if I want to get shine on ESPN, I better follow suit and start making these comments about this so I can get a little play. That's just my feeling. I don't know. I'm just one man. I'm Try happy it, there's baby. a championship. Don't let, yeah. Don't let the haters bring you down, brother. Enjoy. It's not, enjoy they're yourself. not. They can't. Enjoy. I am enjoying myself. But I just wanted to get off my chest because I've been eating it all year. And now I get to just to stump and walk <laughs> around. I'm the cock of the walk, <laughs> baby. Love it. Um, so people are really excited about, you know, the spread offense. There seems to be a lot of that in college football, you know, like getting the wide receivers like throw first. Why was Michigan able to successfully bring back a focus on the running game? Because they, I mean, they were, they made it a core principle. I mean, they, they set up everything off of it. They still did, you know, wide receivers, flashy plays. JJ McCarthy, you know, had some interesting, you know, passing plays at times. I mean, Roman Wilson was almost leading, or I think at one point was leading the NCAA in, in touchdown catches. So they had some like splash plays, but it was all rooted in the fundamental of like running the ball. And that's what, and they had Blake Corm, who is, one of the will go down in history as one of the all-time greats. I don't know if he's going to be an NFL prospect. He's pretty small, uh, but the kid's got a ton of heart, and he's just going to be like a fantastic, fantastic running back. And then you, you know, Donovan Edwards comes back. Um, doesn't have the greatest year, but in the biggest moment, has two touchdown. Really breaks open that game in the first quarter. Is is really the difference maker and totally unsung. I mean, these guys just literally. They built their offense around the offensive line, dominating the line of scrimmage, 
running the ball aggressively and using play action and setting up their quarterback to be as successful as possible in a pro style offense. Because here's the other thing you talk about Penix and some of these guys in the spread and not being able to read defenses. We saw, you know, CJ Stroud fall, uh, you know, uh, to criticism of his inability to read defenses, although he's proved that in the NFL. But before that, a lot of people weren't thinking that that's a great kind of baseline for quarterbacks. J.J. McCarthy plays in a pro-style offense. They run the ball. They're going to get their ball in their playmaker's hands. You know, he he has, um, you know, the the skill sets to go on to the next level. I think that's an attractive thing for quarterbacks and players. Like, they want to play in pro-style systems. It's why Alabama and Georgia have such great defensive players all the year because Alabama coaches – pro-style defenses and pro-style tendencies. That's why they get the best defensive athletes coming out of high school every year because they're like, shit, if I can learn this and be a star, like I'm going to go to the league. You needed this, bro. I could tell. Just the way you're talking, yeah. you needed this pod right now. You needed to get off your I chest. I did. Like, just go visit. Like, just go talk. Just get it You're asking there. great questions, too. I'm ready. I'm, I'm here for you. Oh, I got you. You earned it. I was like, this is the least I can do. I want you to Thank enjoy you, it. Like, I want you to get this out there. Absolutely. Thank you got you. it. Um, what was the toughest matchup this season outside of the playoffs? Oh, uh, I mean, it, it's Ohio. Ohio was the toughest matchup. They played us really yeah. strong. You know what I mean? Penn State was was scary at times. They made great adjustments. Penn, yeah, Penn State seemed scary going into it, like because uh, that was like the hardball suspension too, and it was just like oh something. And it was like on the road, it's like something could get weird here, yes. uh, and then it did get weird. It did get weird when you run the ball like thirty times in a row. Yeah, you just you, yeah, just Sharon Moore just is like I'm not gonna, and that's that's. Like, look, like you can, you could always lean on the run. Like, you could just out physical the team in front of you and see if they're going to fucking break or not. And that's what they did in that game. Um, uh, but Ohio was definitely like the, the, I was the most nervous for the Ohio game, uh, of any of the games outside of the playoffs. And, and they just had explosive athletes. Marvin Harrison was the guy that I was the most worried about. But I mean, we, we led that game. You know, 14-3 early on, they started chipping away. It was a back-and-forth game, and and we held on. And defensively ended up making some big plays down, knocking knocking their players, their flash players, Henderson, wide receivers, really fucking sticking it to them, knocking out passes, interceptions. I love it. So is there any chance of a dynasty? I, we'll talk about Harbaugh in a second. We'll close it. Or is this yeah. just kind of, did we kind of peak out and now it's just kind of like time to reload and kind of come back and see if we can fight back, you know, like two or three years from now. Yeah. It's really tough. Cause I don't know. A lot of people are going to leave this team, but you talked about Blake Corum. I don't know if Donovan Edwards is or not. I, I really don't know. JJ McCarthy is kind of like, he could be that X factor. Uh, Johnson, the wide receiver, Wilson, the wide receiver are gone. They've got some good young guys, Colson Loveland, the tight end. Well, I think ultimately like the number 18, their tight end might be a really good tight end in the NFL. Just of all the things that he can do. He's a really good wide receiver, uh, but they lose a lot on the defensive side. So, you know, best bet, try and reload. They've got a lot of depth, um, in their team. So just who's going to make that next step, that next leap up. I, I don't know if there's going to be, you know, Mikey San Sanders still, I haven't even mentioned him. He's the cornerback that intercepted the ball and that second one and took it back 81 yards. Mm-hmm. Like you just, you lose when you lose two guys that are such like the heart and soul of the team and really like can lead a team when 
everything is going against them and like keep that locker room tight. Like those guys are the guys that do it. When you lose those two guys, it's going to be very hard to like create a dynasty because that's a awfully big void to fill. Yeah. And there is one key component going to the league, possibly want to get your take on it. Yeah. Hardball. What are we talking about, baby? I mean, with the W it's, I mean, this is all but office packed, right? Like it's definitely, I don't know. Uh, I don't think, I don't, I don't think so. You I mean, think so? Been, All right. I don't think so. They've been really aggressively. Here's the thing is, is they, I mean, I think he'd be willing to sign a very big deal with them. The The biggest point of contention is, is like, well, we don't want to get left in a year or two. And I think like, I think so. He can't. He can't do like one more year. It's either got to be like let's get in it for like the long haul yeah, and let's, build this yeah, up again. Exactly. And I think in his mind, he's like, well, if I mean, here's the thing. Even if he wanted, Harbaugh seems like the type of guy. Even if he wanted to be there and like, yeah, I absolutely want to be here. I don't want to coach in the NFL. But the second you're like, yeah, but we're gonna put it in the contract and writing that you're not gonna do that. And then he starts going to get squirrely and he's like, yeah. I don't know if I don't want to, I don't want to write that because I now you're telling me I can't do that and I don't like look, being look, what we're, I can't do. We're dating, but I'm just not dating you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like we're together, you're just not my girlfriend. Like exactly. Yeah, Once you start putting labels on it, then I get weird. I get a little I get a little goosey. But I do love you. I want to spend the rest of my life on with you, but just don't make me call you my girlfriend in front of everybody else. Well, I mean, that Bears has to be a great fit, right? He played for the Bears. That's yeah. his that's his region. Uh they're, you know, they have the number one overall pick. Like he can really get in there and just just build something. Yeah, I think a division that's for the taking for sure. He put wild for sure. Wild, wild right. <laughs> spot. Oh no. Oh, man, everything. Everything's coming up in man. Uh, yeah, but I, I would say, I would say it's all the other, it's all the BS, it's all the bullshit yeah. that he has to deal with. Which, which that I mean? has to, that has to weigh in. I mean, he got, to, I mean, like, even if none of that stuff happened, he still seems like the dude that the red tape super annoys. Yes, but like now that we have all this shit that happened to him, and he just sees how quick that it can just turn into just like bureaucracy and like bullshit, just to kind of fuck with him, he has to be like, fuck this. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing when you get with the NFL, it's going to be way cleaner with that because you again, you know what your salary cap is, and yes, sure, there's a bunch of personalities, but I almost wonder if like the Harbaugh, he might realize like his shtick, like his personality might not be for he. I mean, he had some grown ups for grown ups. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 18, yeah. 19, 20 year olds might be. This might do real well, right? Yeah. And there's something to be said for that. Yeah, what were some rumblings out of San Francisco? Did he have any? I mean, he was there like the Kaepernick time. I mean, they seemed to be pretty high yeah. on the hog then. Because they, like, they were winning, but I think he was only yeah. there. Was he only there four years, five years? I don't remember. But, I mean, he turned them around pretty uh, pretty quickly. Um, yeah, two NFC Championship games and a Super Bowl. Yeah, and a, yeah, a Super Bowl runner-up. That's the thing that I think sticks in his craw. Like I, I wish I could go back time, make sure the lights didn't go out in the Ravens, San Francisco, move some things around in that game so he wins a chip. Then they fire him, and then he comes mm-hmm. to Michigan. And he's like, "Well, I've already won the chip there. I won the chip here. I'll just be, I'll be the guy here on Michigan, out." Michigan, different hours, raise your family. Yeah, all oh, of it. Back to the NFL. Uh, awesome, brother. Okay, Master Thomas. NFL playoffs, baby. Let's talk about them. All right. Let's talk about them. Um, 
no double digit favorite or one double digit favorite. Uh, sorry for wildcard weekend. I think that's kind of wild. You wouldn't expect that. Usually sure. there's uh, a couple teams. I will say like, this is, uh, you know, I've been, you know, I'm a glass half full guy. You know about that. Tell them, MMA. Yes. tell them yes. I'm a glass half. Full You're guy. a glass half. You look I'm at things positive. with optimism and through the prism of, of it's going to be okay. Here you go. You look at it. You, 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 you are, when things are down and bad, you're like, good, let's get after it. Let's yeah, get it. Something to do. Well, the NFL can get after it on getting a better product because they can definitely, they have something to aspire for because there are, is a collection yeah. you've of been shit sad teams. You've been sad. <laughs> you, you've been sad, Dana, a lot. <laughs> I have been sad, Dana. It's a bummer. Like every time I'm just like, all right, all right, I'm going to get this together. I'll do something about it. I watched like, I watched Tampa Bay and Carolina and I'm just like, well, Fuck me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm way off. I could have told you not to do that. I would have like, come on, get something else. I know. I was just kind of curious to see that happen. Um, okay, we're going to talk through all these games and just get like, a little. I'm, trying to, I'm looking prediction. at the thing. What's the double digit? What's the double digit game? Is it Cowboys Packers? No, it's Steelers Bills. Oh, shit. I didn't even. I totally. I wasn't looking at it. Yep. That makes yep. sense. That's why. And that's the one we're starting with. Um, so let's kind of talk through. This so the Bills somehow won the AFC East with the Dolphins' big collapse, and I guess yeah. we'll talk about that. Um, the Bills are playing pretty good football right now. I mean, I think the Steelers have to be one of the weakest wildcard teams we've seen in a while. I mean, I think we're starting our, our third string quarterback, right? Uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph. I mean, but is it really third string? Like they're all kind of like they're all kind of second string, right? It's just yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, way it's too big, too see. Which one? Yeah, which one do you want to roll out there to lose by ten? So I don't know. I mean, I I definitely have the Bills and this. The Bills seem to be trending the right way. Still, I I think as we'll see this consistent, I want to keep repeating myself. There's no team that I really trust three games in a row. And maybe if I'm wrong, you can call that out. I guess if I had to look at the AFC, like one advantage you would have is when you're hot, how high can you get that ceiling? Hmm. And the Bills uh, on the AFC side, if not the league, has that highest ceiling. Well, and this is, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the team. I mean, they, here's the thing now, they've won five straight, six out of the last seven. <clears throat> Excuse me. Since they let Ken Dorsey go, they brought Joe Brady, or they, uh, they elevated Joe Brady to be the play caller. Offensively, there seems to be like a little bit more rhythm and balance. You know, Josh Allen's still going to do Josh Allen things, but it feels like that they are leaning more on the run and letting, you know, letting their playmakers get involved a little bit more. Do I feel confident that they're going to go three in a row? Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? But yeah, they're definitely of AFC, NFC teams. They're definitely that team that's up there that's like can strike the most fear when they are at their hottest. Yeah, we talked about the line being the biggest gap with these two teams. So it'd be uh goes without saying that, you know, we at least I feel like this is one of the easiest safe bets. I think you just have to find this to tease down with something. Yeah, and and TJ Watt most likely, I mean there that's the yeah. thing to keep the eye on for the Steelers cuz I mean if he's not there, they don't have the guy really disrupting the the offense like they need to to be as successful as they can. So just keep your eye on that one. Yeah, probably their best player. Yeah, absolutely. Who's the best yeah, player. on both sides, for sure. Uh, Dolphins at Chiefs. Uh, this game going to be cold as fuck. Uh, and everyone's it's just like huge advantage for 
the Dolphins, like I know it's or for the Chiefs, like I know it's like, can these Chief players play outside? Like I don't like it's just like cold is fucking cold. Like yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. like I know it's like Arrowhead is just like yeah, we love the cold. It's just like I don't think anybody loves like frostbite. But also too, like I get it, it's cold, but it's like, wh- I mean, are these guys are 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 the fucking Chiefs like just are they? living outside all the time like how much more adept just yeah exactly you didn't there yeah the, the, the chiefs weren't it? yeah the chiefs weren't drafted from like north dakota and alaska like they yeah. they too come from some some better warmer climate so they're not practicing outdoors they're in a nice yeah. cool climate controlled environment uh and yeah and then you're right cold is not uh great for catching a football which seems to be a problem for the chiefs, chiefs. aren't great for catching a football exactly uh, so, yeah, Dolphins riddled with a lot of injury problems. Uh, you know, we talked about strength of schedule a little bit with Michigan. I think uh, in that same vein, Dolphins maybe catching a little bit of heat of only able to beat trash teams. Are we overrating this Dolphins slide or are the Dolphins really just kind of fell off the cliff and kind of lost their identity of who they are? Oof. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I mean, I, it, it's like chicken. Because it was a egg. fun, it was a fun team. I mean, we were talking like Tua was in MVP talks. Like, yeah, everyone loves McDaniel's. Like, what, what a guy at the mic. I still you know, love McDaniel, like, by the way. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Him. Yeah. You know, I mean, the thing that they can kind of hang their their hat on is is that Cowboys win. You know, late in December there, right? Beating the Cowboys twenty to twenty, but then they just get dumped on their heads by the Ravens and the Bills, losing twice to the Bills. Losing to the Eagles, losing to the Chiefs in that neutral site game. And then the Tennessee game is the one that really stings them. So it's like, yeah, they're they're by and large, they're doing what they should be doing and, and beating up on the teams that they should be beating up on. I don't know. This is so tough. It's really like if they can get the here's the thing, if they can get their run game rolling, they're gonna be able to stay in it with a lot. Like, that's one thing that I don't think the cold is really gonna impact is fucking like running the ball aggressively. Now, if their offensive line can get their shit together and they can they can dominate the line of scrimmage, that's going to be the toughest thing. Controlling Chris Jones is going to be their biggest thing. But if they're going for, you know, five yards of carry uh, and, and dominating the line of scrimmage and not having to rely too much on, on Tua and gashing them at the right moments, I mean, Hill can get off and, and make some plays here and there. And I think think there's going to be a little motivation for Hill to come back in and maybe stick it to the old Chiefs fans, throw up a yeah. deuces on his way out. Yeah, I've been super impressed with the Chiefs. Uh, have not. I don't know if you heard that. I was leaning away from the mic, which I know you haven't yep. either. This game will be uh, – I'm still going to go with the home favorite on this just because yeah. uh, it's Arrowhead, it's Chiefs, it's Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I think if you ever got a coin flip, this is a little further than a coin flip, but you got to go with Pat Mahomes. But plenty of – Plenty of an uphill battle to get out of this AFC, but I but I, but I wouldn't be sleeping on. I wouldn't be like looking to the next round if I was in the Chiefs fans. Like I'd be Ooh, really like, yeah, not let's all, pay not the all. fuck attention to this. Uh, we got Browns at Texans. This fun Texans team, this plucky yeah. Texans team, made in the postseason. Thank God, so much more interesting than the Colts. Uh, Browns at Texans. Texans, a home dog here. Uh, Flacco versus a rookie. It's going to be really. Really good. I weirdly got to go Browns on this. I think yeah. I I want to take, especially in this this day and age with this league. I want I want to rely on a defense that I know is just going to absolutely fuck shit up, and then you're going to just have Flacco throwing it up, crossing his fingers. So 
as much as I love this Texans team, like I think I'm going to put a little coin on the Browns just uh, for that, for that reason alone. Yeah. They played them competitively in late in December too. They won that game. So they've seen them once before. That'll be interesting. That'll, but yeah, I think Flacco, I mean, uh, this is the thing that made, has made me question NFL quarterbacking. Like, our that, quarterback that Flacco is like the number eight quarterback in the league right now. Yeah, he just rolled off the couch <laughs> and was like, "I'm just gonna fucking start dropping dimes on everybody." <laughs> like, what are you? What what's going on? How can this guy just come out of nowhere or come off the couch and fucking be like you said, the eighth best quarterback in the league? Uh, I don't experience or not. I mean, it just doesn't. Uh, it just doesn't flow that way. But yeah, give me experience in the playoffs. Someone's done it before, and then give me a good defense. I'm sure they're gonna. They're going to dial some stuff up that's going to try and confuse Stroud. And it's everyone's kind of first time being there, right? So yeah, maybe they got a little, uh, well, you don't know what we don't know, and that's going to work in our favor. But I play a football. I don't, I don't really feel confident betting on that. Yeah, it'll be exciting. The only thing that would make me feel weird is like after two INTs in the first quarter from Flacco, it's just like, oh, my God. I bet on Joe Flacco. What the fuck was I thinking? This is going to be a long <laughs> fucking afternoon. I right, jump over to the NFC. We got Packers at Dallas. This is for this Dallas team. If you put a different sticker on their helmet, if you made them change their helmet into any other team, like the Eagles, like the Bears, the not necessarily this year, you know, but just like give me some other emblem on them. I would be like, all right, like I like this team. Let's do it. Yeah. The the Cowboys just have this other shoes about to drop. The Dak Prescott thing, where it's just like. When is going to be like the holy shit, like Dallas shit the bed game? Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is, is because they should have lost to the Lions team. Like they absolutely should have lost that game. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did lose it. They, they did lose it yeah. on in in spirit and in soul, but not on paper. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's like there is like a colossal letdown waiting for them. But I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be as as cheap as is the first round. I feel like that this is going to be like conference championship, like super letdown, meltdown, cataclysmic performance from Dak. You know what I mean? As as uh, I don't know if it would be Detroit in the conference finals, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I'd love that. You'd love, I'd that. love that. I'd so love that. Maybe up for but, that. Uh, yeah, it'll be. I and this Packers team. I mean, they're definitely hot at the right time, but it does seem. You know, the tiers don't have as big as gaps as they usually do between wildcard and divisional winners. But uh, I still think, you know, the Lions and Cowboys and 49ers are on a tier. And then we have, you know, some other people below them. And Packers would definitely be a tier, a tier below. Yeah. And I said this, I think I said it on the thread. I feel like the Packers are like the Texans of the NFC. Like they're a really young team, except everyone wrote off. Uh, love well before we even really got to see what he could do in a full season. Yeah. And he didn't play great you, all you, the time. Yeah. Would you know, I love that. Cause I love the idea of, I love anything that's a case study for giving a quarterback a yes. fucking season and a half of just being the quarterback, getting out of his asshole, not stressing him out about like drafting somebody, not firing the coach and just let him like work some shit out and then see what he can be. Yeah, absolutely. And he was, he was probably the best quarterback. I think he had like 16 touchdowns, 16 of his 30 some odd touchdowns 
in the second half of the season or or like the the last like six games like he was on a pretty good tear from thanksgiving which he fucking stuck it to the lions like he was dealing in against the lions yeah. um I just don't think that they have enough tools. Their rookies are, or their wide receivers are too young. I'm not sure what they – they really don't have much of a run game, and Aaron Jones could be not injured, injured. Uh, and their defense, I don't know, the Jair Alexander, you saw that. I only just decided to run out for and be a captain uh, to make the call. The defensive yeah. back, and that got suspended for the last game of the season. I don't know. There's there's plenty of question marks on the Packers, but um, you're you're right. I mean, the, the Cowboys have just this, like – if it can go wrong, it will go wrong, and it's we're we're just waiting for it. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like your spouse being like an ex alcoholic, but just like just relapses like once every year and a half, and it's just like you come home one day and it's just like all the shit's broken, and you're just like bottle like pass out the couch, you're just like fuck, just yeah. seen this coming. I knew it was coming. It's stressful at work. This <laughs> been just hanging over the head. Uh, Rams at Lions. Okay, the overachieving Rams this season. Yeah. Cooking at the right time? Your Lions, are you, out of all the matchups you could have gotten, uh, you know, you're not on the team. This isn't bullet, bulletin board material, so you can tell us. Uh, do you want Rams? Do you want Packers? Did you want Eagles? Like, are you happy? Oh, yeah. I mean. I don't think you want Eagles. Yeah. Eagles, Eagles still Eagles still have it inside of them. Yes, just... Eagle, Eagles still could pull it out. I yeah, the the Packers would have been nice just because I felt like, but it, something about the Packers just worried me after that Thanksgiving game. It didn't feel as is. Yeah, because that's you can get a little confidence off of that. Like if yeah. you show another team that's better than you that you have their number, like then you could actually believe it without like blowing smoke up your ass. You're just like, we can beat this team. Yeah, we've done we it. Have, we've done it on yeah. national TV in front of everybody. Um. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's hard to hope. You know, I was hope is the wrong word, but I mean, I guess this like for the storyline for everything like this is this is the best storyline. Like this is the this is gonna create create a bunch of attention for the Lions oh, yeah. and everybody paying attention to them. Um, well, I, we're talking about wife swapping, baby. <laughs> QB swapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, QB swapping, baby. Um, we'll put our QBs in a bowl and we'll see who walks out <laughs> with them. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. There was really no team because all of them. I mean, fuck. If Seattle could have gotten in, I'd have been like, give me Seattle, please. But yeah. that 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 ain't happening, and that's not the world we're living but in. But Seattle also a team you lost to. So a team, but it would have been nice because it would have been good redemption. <laughs> yeah, yes, sure. I yeah, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were a different team early on. <laughs> fuck God, you, you hit me again with logic. Uh, did um, I have the Lions kind of cured some of their ills that we saw just kind of that defense fault. It's kind of hard to tell, right? Because two of their last three games were against the Vikings. So it's just, yeah. I mean, I guess like that, that Cowboys, but it still wasn't really a deal. It was just them kind of going shot for shot with the Cowboys like they did with the Chargers. I think they, uh, they benched Jerry Jacobs, who was been, who just was playing terrible. It was a total sieve. He was a big reason why uh, the Green Bay beat us in that Turkey Day game. And uh, Vildor, I believe, is the corner that they've replaced with him. And he's been decent. He's been, like, standard, average, you know, and a competent NFL quarterback. Cornerback. Um, they brought C.J. Garden, Gardner-Johnson back last week, getting off the pine, getting off an injury. Um, I don't think – I don't feel like that they've totally solved everything and tightened everything up. That'll be – this. that's why this will be a big test. You know, McVay has got something, you know – Kyron yeah. Williams, 
Puka, you got Cooper Cup. Like there's some there's some weapons there, and then you got to obviously make you know make yourself uh, aware of Aaron Donald every time. But I like it. I like it. That's this is the game. This is a championship game. This is this is a if we get this win, this is a build confidence win heading yeah. into playoffs. Do you have any concern with Sean McVay kind of having the blueprint on Goff and being able to throw some defenses at him to fuck him up? Well, whatever's wow, shit. Whatever's the whatever the blueprint is, it starts with get pressure on him and make him have happy feet. Like if you get yeah. pressure up in his face, he's gonna make bad decisions. So that's their only real move is just to get pressure on Aaron Donald or pressure with Aaron Donald, pressure with you know some of their edge rushers. But uh, I don't think that there's gonna be any like. Anything beyond that? It's not like it's not. We're not, we don't need to make this more of a chess match than it is. It's just going to okay. be like any other quarterback. Let's use our weapons in this pass rush like we usually do. Yep, 100%. it's not like golf has a tendency to like you know, like when kind of Tua was found out early last year, where it's just like get him to throw to the flats, and that's all he's going to go to, and then just try to pick the ball off. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Eagles at Bucks. Is this the weirdest fucking playoff matchup that you've ever seen in your life? It looks weird with the little logos. It sounds weird to say out loud. (laughs) It is just like it's the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is a wild card weekend playoff game in 2024. Them being down in Tampa Bay is fun too. (laughs) It's an extra level of weirdness. Yeah, so it's just so crazy. They they need to dust off to make it fully weird. They need to dust off like the creamsicle jerseys and like the Kelly Green jerseys. Exactly. Let's just lean all into it. Yeah. Um, Man, Tampa Bay better than we think that they are. Are they plucky or should should are we just should we just expect Philly to just roll through them? I think Philly should roll through them. I think. Tampa Bay getting a little bit more credit than they should after being galvanized. And I'm using that sarcastically with quotes. You can't see it audience in the okay. NFC South. Yes. So let's not go worried about a team that like six out of their, you know, 17 games were against like the saints Falcons and Panthers. And they look pretty bad against that Panthers thing. Yeah. I like, okay. Fair I enough. like, I like Baker Mayfield. I, I like him as a person, like competitor. I also a big fan of like, uh, guys that just don't let the league tell them when they're done. And I yes. really feel like he went through some fucking hardship. And I think a lot of that was kind of not fair. Cause he was trying to, you might, we talked about this a couple of years ago, but when he was with the Browns, you know, like trying to play through that shoulder injury and just getting like a bad rap for being a shitty quarterback when he was just trying to be a fucking gamer. Yeah. Uh, and it took him a little while to come back through that. You know, he had to go through Carolina and had to uh, find a, a landing spot, Tampa Bay eventually like rooting for him. But this, this Eagles team has too much talent where it just feels like if they turn the switch on, if they just get it together, if they're just like, Oh shit. Yeah. This is who we are. Right, right, And it's just like, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's a quick, like 17, three. And you're just like, I can't, I can't believe that Tampa Bay is hosting this game. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I was maybe trying to hope for a little upheaval in the playoffs. I don't yeah, I mean, I mean, some people, Tampa some, Bay. I, I don't know, you know, we don't know Eagles moral fiber. We were talking a little bit about, you know, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and he didn't have it, but there there are some teams when you get them off their spot, like the Eagles kind of came up into this like a little early with the right trajectory. 
now kind of falling down and we don't know who they are when they lose confidence, yes. but we, this might be who they are when they lose confidence. Like this might be just kind of like the blueprint and just, it might be one of those teams just like, man, they should have been really good. Like what the fuck happened to that team? Yeah. That's interesting. Right. Cause they, we saw rumblings early with it when AJ Brown wasn't getting the ball, they were still winning, but he wasn't getting the ball. And he was kind of, they had that scene where he was kind of impassionately yelling at uh, Jalen hurts a little bit. And yeah. then, then he went on a tear, and then they they looked great, and they looked like, all right, well, these are the same old, same old Eagles, and they're going to roll through the NFC East, and it's going to be there. They're going to be the number one seed. And then, like you said, and after the Chiefs game, like it felt like that that was a little letdown on that. And then I think they're what two and five or or one and one and five since that Chiefs game. Yeah, something. Like they just have they have some like weird possessions where like you shouldn't be doing that with the football. Like we saw that against the jets, you know, like that jets game should have been like in control and they yeah. like had the football and ended up throwing like the INT. There's just, there's some weirdness about them, but I don't know. Like I, you know, they have the experience obviously from last year. And I think I'd like to bet on that. They are making the bucks a road dog also. So that's our prediction. Uh, you want to do it just for fun real fast. Uh, Super Bowl prediction. Who do you have heading into it? We got what? Um, let's, go i'm gonna go ravens i i really like the ravens this year i've liked them a lot i've had lots of fantasy ravens on there lamar jackson being one of them um so i've been in on that let's let's get another harbaugh into a championship game and then um let's go with the i want to be cliche and go 49 let's go the lions ravens Lions. okay you did lines i was gonna do the lines if you didn't so ravens lions Let's get weird right, right now, just because I look like a genius if I'm getting this weird. Give me, give me a flashback to our childhood, brother, 1992-ish, 93-ish. Give me Bills Cowboys. Ooh, give me I Bills Cowboys. I love this. What? Now Starter this. jackets galore. I love Shark it. tooth. I love it. What a way for redemption for Bills Mafia. Scott Norwood, or not Scott, not Scott Norwood, uh, Jim Kelly, because Scott Norwood was in the the Giants game where he went wide left. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Berman Tom, yeah, Berman Thomas, yeah, yeah. Give us all, give this all to me. I love this. This is great. This be I would root real hard for the Bills. I'd be, I'd be throw me through a fucking plastic table, do all that shit, <laughs> bathe Definitely. me in, bathe me in beer, whatever they do. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Buffalo sauce. I'm not sure. <laughs> Gold beer. All right, Neapolitan Showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. All right, bro. Top championship scenes in movies. I just needed, you know, we talk about this all the time. Needed to yeah. pull uh, Nia out of my ass. It seemed on brand with what we were talking about. Uh, and then I got a little, I got a little weird with it. I liked it. I got a little excited as I was digging through. Because, you know, I like to go off the dome. I don't like yes. to dig internet. I don't like to Google championship scenes. I was like, what can my brain come up with? Did you immediately have like like six or seven of you to whittle down? Or did you like... Well, Did you root around in your brain a little while. It's funny too because I had yes, I had to root around and I started writing them down and then and then I looked back at your text and I was like, oh wait a second, championship scenes and I was like, wait a minute, 
because like I, I was like, well, Rudy's on my list, right? Because I'm just like going through the hits. Yeah. But like, but that's not a championship. It's scene. not a championship scene. That does not count. Yeah, like like necessary roughness. I was like, that's not that's just them winning their first game. Like the movie yes. ends with them that's winning great. like yeah. a game. So I was like, that's not that's not gonna work. So yeah. I think I got some champion. Well, we'll see how weird we get. I'll jump in there, number three spot. Um, oh, I'm so excited to share this. Sylvester Stallone in Over the Top. Not Rocky, That's baby. So funny. <laughs> that big gigantic dude, his son's there watching the gigantic dude like headbutts him and he just gets up, oh. turns the hat backward and beats him. Rocks in. Championship, baby. Needed that money for Hawk and Son, the name of their semi freight line. He buys yeah. that new, he wins the new truck. That's all he cared about. Not even the money, he just wanted the truck. Hawkinson, yeah. Hawkinson, yeah. Hawkinson, just riding the fucking interstate with just, his boy. Just doing it. Yep. Just he had he had that just he had the weights in the middle right there where like the gear shift is. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? And he would yes. just kind of keep working on his arm. So funny. It's really funny that you brought up a arm wrestling thing because I just saw, I think I posted on the MAB Sports Instagram page, like a real live hawk, right? From yeah. he's doing and he's well, just, yeah, he. Yeah, he let go with his second hand, and he's yeah, just yeah. like nodding him on, like he's really taunting him. Yeah, and he's pointing at him, and he's like, "Look at me!" And then just drops him. I was like, <laughs> he even had the hat flip back. I was like, "Dude, is this you guy fucking playing to the cheap seats or what?" Oh my yeah, there's. I mean, there's nothing like like get it in the hole in golf. You know, like just a, a, there's got to be nothing more done and cliche than if you're a professional arm wrestler than turning doing the turning your hat hat backwards from over the top. You got so your movie. Great. It's just your only movie. That's your guys' movie. You got it. Ooh. That's my three. There's no way I could beat this three. This three <laughs> it's such a good three and such a deep pull. Um, I went, uh, I went with Roy Hobbs, uh, in the natural, hitting the home mm-hmm. run dinger into the lights. Yeah. Cinematic greatness, right? There's a little bit I forget in the movie because I know like there's like the crazy like stalker chick that's way into him. I forget yeah. that whole subplot. So there that like. Kind of, there's some metaphors in there, but cinematically great. Everyone knows, been one of the most cliched like championship scenes in other movies. You know, most uh, imitated, I should say, not cliche. Uh, so give me, give me Robert Redford and The Natural. You got it, bro. All right, I'm ahead going in, ahead. going into the uh, number two spots. Another deep pull, bro. Not too deep. I think we might have even. I don't know if we. Map date night this? We should. Um, give me Jean-Claude Van Damme playing Frank Dukes in Bloodsport, getting the dust thrown in his eyes, and just going back. The Kumite? You're going the Kumite. The Kumite. Going back to his training and then dropping to the splits and just like, uh, no! Uh, uh, like, just go uh, straight. So I think we have done that. Haven't we done that for... I feel like we... Oh, yeah, we have. Yes, we, we yeah. absolutely have. I know how we have. I remember this distinctly. This is one of my worst moments in podcasting history because we were trying to play the actual clips and I couldn't figure out on how to pull the clips up and get sound. You're like, I don't have sound. Oh, that's right. Because we were watching, because that's the one where he's training, where there's the crazy scene where he's like a teenager and he's just like, he like, oh, he's like the worst actor on face on the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We had those scenes all queued up and then we just, we abandoned ship. We did we absolutely figured it out. Good it all builds on itself. We figured it out. We exactly. never took that shot. It, that had to crawl so we could run. Exactly. Oh, man. How do you like that number two, bro? I love that number two. <laughs> the Kumite. 
Frank Dukes, right? You got a Kumite on me? You got yeah. a Kumite on me? Um, I, my number two is is a, in a little bit in that same ilk of like, not cinematic great like The Natural, but really fun and I enjoy this. Really got me rallied around uh, uh, the Cleveland Indians. Back then they were the Indians, no longer the guard. They're Guardians now, but they were the Indians back then. I'm talking Major League. Going on the run, Tom Berger with a great speech. Well, I guess there's only one thing left for us to do. Win the, Win whole, the whole fucking, fucking thing. thing. Yeah. And then they had the whole cutout of the owner. Yeah. Pull things off. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Don't, don't they win the pennant? They win the pennant. Go on but to the, not again. I don't they remember. go on to the World Series. No. They win the pennant to go on to the World Series. To the World Series. Yeah. I guess that technically, yeah. well, divisional chip. That's all right. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm smoking you. Smoking you like a sausage, bro. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, yeah. all right. When when the whole fucking thing is, uh, that's pretty, pretty up there with. Now that that could be a date night movie. We should get a date night movie going. Yeah, let's do that. Let's fire that up. Definitely get that going. Uh, yeah, it has uh Renee Russo, Mm -hmm. Charlie Sheen, Renee Russo. Oh yeah, stacked. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, a lot of people. Corbin Uh, Burnson. Don't forget about Corbin Burnson. Oh, I will not. Who could forget? Number, Number one spot. I went. So this is when I went kind of down the middle to my sweet spot. You could probably block me on this if you wanted to, because you know it's one of my favorite sports movies. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to. You're so far right. you're dominating. That would be unfair. Remember the Titans. Yep. Yeah. It's it just comes from that line where he stops uh his assistant coach. Man, I can't remember the name of the actor now. Is it uh uh Patton Paxton? I don't know. I think it's Paxton. Will, but he Will stops. Paxton? Will Patton. Yeah, I think Will so. Patton. Yeah, something like that. But he's just like they're running back and because he had to, you know, he yelled at that ref about like cheating, and then yeah. he's like, You can kiss the Hall of Fame goodbye. Yeah. And then didn't like he congratulates him. Denzel watches just like your Hall of Fame in my book. Yeah. Ooh, right in the oh, fields. Oh man. That's in the gut. Oh, in the just gut. Two grown men giving a shit for each other. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Pound something, yes. Um, all right. That's very good. You leave no doubt. Leave no doubt. (laughs) Hey, remember this. This might be the greatest championship. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to go. We not talked about this movie. This movie does not get a lot of love from us and probably should. Talking Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Okay. Yeah. At the end. If you remember. Gene Hackman coach five passes builds a small little town to go on this championship run in the Indiana state playoffs going out against the powerhouse of the state. And there's no way that they can win with their little ragtag crew comes down. It's all knotted up 40 all going to the huddle. Hackman's like, look, I'm going to dial it up. We're going to go this play. Jimmy Chitwood, our best player. They're going to know it's coming to you. We're going to go to, I think he said Bruce or Bobby, somebody else, and the huddle gets dejected. They're like, no. And Jimmy Chipwood, who doesn't say anything hardly, he's a fucking basketball mute, <laughs> leans up. He goes, I can make the shot. I can make the shot. Okay. All right. Then they scrap everything, line it up, ISO ball. Chipwood oh. comes down, just velvety jumper from the top of the key, nothing but net. They win the title. City rejoices. What a lovely day. I think we did watch that in March Madness. Did we? 
Yeah, I think, I think it's one over. Okay, so obviously, yes, I won this knee up, but I will yes. talk about uh, Hoosiers for a second. Like, because I do, well, you know what scene always gets me? I love a good scrapping the whole game plan. Yes. Let's just take it. Yeah, I love it. Just like man versus earth. It's just like they do all this thing to plan. It's just like, fuck it, you know, just like improvise, just go for it. Love a good scrapping it all scene in the sports yeah. movie. Yeah, absolutely. So, Hoosiers is, is, I think, is it getting underrated now at this point? I, yeah, because I just think, like... yeah, because I think when you go, well, I think all those classics, like each sport has kind of its classic you go back to, like Field of Dreams, like the natural you talk about. Yeah. I still, yeah, I still think Hoosiers is good. I mean, the game yeah. is completely different, you know, like even sure. watching watching Hoosiers compared to, you know, blue chips. And I think this is like a 30 year gap. It's just like it's <laughs> these two different species. Like right. it's just like they're playing the same game, but I think if you're a big lover of the game and history of the game, like you got to fire up Hoosiers. But I hadn't seen it until, you know, a couple of years ago when we did sure. that. Sure. Yeah. 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 I just wanted to get its duly like got noted the in, the, in, the, in the pantheon of ba- good, great basketball movies like Blue Chips. We got to make yeah. sure Hoosiers gets its due. <laughs> it does. It's just like, yeah, Hoosiers, you know, like he's that sweet jumper. Then they got to get the ball out of the peach basket. <laughs> they take it down and then go the other way. <laughs> they take the time out for the for the <laughs> national anthem in the middle of the game, the quarterly national anthem. I mean, just a slow seven minutes when they're just running the four posts defense right. and offense. Exactly. Like it's good. Just going to the corners. Oh, oh, oh. Don't dribble too fast. Don't run. Yeah. Uh, all right. MVPs of the week. I'm gonna give it to Brock Purdy. Oh, out of out of desperation, got to win one somehow. A bet I placed in Arizona, uh, not looking good with I think Lamar Jackson hovering around the minus three thousand dollar range to win MVP. Brock Purdy so close for uh, not so long. It was like two weeks he was close, and now that's all over. But maybe weirder things have happened. Maybe not mathematically. This might be the weirdest mathematical mathematical thing to ever happen if Brock pretty wins it. Uh that's my MVP. Let's go. I like it. Uh I can't I can't go and not do the whole team. Team 144. Mm. Michigan Wolverines. Next year will be team 145. We'll see what they get to do. But this year team 144, you are champions. You are my MVP of the week. It could I can't give it to any one of those players on that team as much as I'd love to. The coaches, it's the whole team, the team, the team, the team. As Bo Schembechler, Schembechler once famously said, team 144. I think they agree with you. I think they would give it to the team. Guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for having us back. We're excited to be back. We love firing it, off all through playoffs. Should we do what do we do? Do we usually do no? What's what do we do for Super Bowl halftime? Might do a little a little call little in. Yeah, thing. a little too. Yeah, we'll do a little call in. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's a lot we'll of fun. We're just having fun here, guys. We're having fun. <laughs> Episode 285, guys. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Strong side. Hot side. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion.